If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I am your host, Patty Parlays, and joining me as always, the Green Goblin, the voice of God himself, Diz. Diz, welcome in, buddy. Hey, thanks, Patty. Juice to be here. Juice for some playoff football and uh, juice for another profitable weekend. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? That's a perfect start to the episode, so we'll get right into it, Diz. Um, it is Football Friday still. It is Super Wild Card Weekend edition of Football Friday. So we're going to keep the same kind of uh, format, but we're not going to go over each game. We talked about those a lot yesterday, but we will go through our favorite favorite underdog over and under for this weekend. So I'll start off, Diz. My favorite favorite is the Bills minus four versus the Patriots. Um, I, I think we both like a lot of dogs this weekend. We were talking about it a lot yesterday. Um, so the favorite may be the hardest one for us to pick uh, collectively, but uh, I thought the Chiefs was possibly too many points as a favorite, so I felt like uh, going with Josh Allen in the points here. Yeah, I, I didn't like the favorites very much at all either, and we're, we're both dog guys, especially Wild Card Weekend, but um, I, I disagree here. I think, I think New England's going to find a way to win. Um, but yeah, of all the favorites, I can't really blame you here. I know we're, we're, we're in different terms on the outcome, but I, I understand your reasoning. I just, I, I'm liking New England here. So who do you like as your favorite favorite then? I don't like the favorites. I just said it, but my favorite one of them is Chiefs minus 12 and a half. Okay. Okay. I I can respect that. Like I said, I, 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 well, go ahead. You can, you can talk. Yeah. I just don't, I'm not a huge favorite guy. In round one, um, but with the Steelers being in, there's no reason for them to be in it. Uh, I think it's Big Ben's last game. I think the Chiefs take care of business sound. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And like I said, um, it's not that I don't think the Chiefs will win, and I just that 12.5 kind of scared me away from it. It's a lot of points. I think the Chiefs will still win by enough to cover it, but uh, I felt like the Bills minus four was the safer bet. Yeah, probably. Maybe. I mean, a lot of people are on the Patriots, so I don't know. But uh, as our boy Miles said, the Bills might be the uh, AFC sleeper. And uh, like I had them go into the Super Bowl. So uh, anyways, uh, Diz, who's your favorite underdog for Super Wild Card Weekend? I've made this very well known. Yep. Raiders. I'm riding the Raiders until they fail me. Yep. I've ridden them the past three weeks as heavy point spread underdogs. And that does not change this week. I love the Raiders. I think the Bengals are one of the worst rosters in the playoffs. They do have the big play component, yep. which is huge. But as far as covering, it's their first playoff game in a long time. It's their first division title in a long time. I think they get brought back to earth. And regardless if the Raiders win this or not, I think they're going to find a way to cover. They're going to fight. And uh, I know it's at five and a half now, but I got him at Raiders plus six. I got him at plus four and a half earlier today, Diz. How awful is that? Yikes, bro. And then when I looked back like an hour later, it moved to five and a half. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. 
no. But I will tell you this, Diz. So I talked to the Podfather earlier on the phone. Shout out the Podfather. Um, he actually likes the Raiders this weekend too, and he's he's becoming a Derek Carr stand. Uh, he thinks Derek Carr's not getting enough love. He thinks Derek Carr's the better quarterback in this matchup. And he said he would love if wow. Derek Carr would become the Colts quarterback. I think I agree. I mean, he's got to be better than Carl Wentz, right? I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's Probably. Like, they're, they're kind of in the same echelon. They're back. kind of they're the like, same. Yeah, they're kind of the same. I don't think you have to worry as much about Derek Carr trying to pull some crazy thing out of his butt and then throwing a interception in his own end zone. But I think that's exactly why I worry about Derek Carr, to be frank. Really? I... Some Derek Carr would do. Okay. Anyways, I also am on the Raiders. Like I said, I have them at plus four and a half, though. Um, but I think the Bengals are overhyped. I, I agree with you. I don't think the roster is as good as some people think. I think the Raiders' defensive line could put Burrow on his butt and uh, could cause some issues. This is the whole reason why everyone gave him flack for getting Jamar Chase. Now, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Jamar Chase has been a fantastic pick for them. Um, he's gonna, he might, he's probably gonna win Rookie of the Year. Um, but they didn't shore up the offensive line to protect Burrow, and with this Raiders defensive line, I think they will make it tough for the Bengals. And so I too am on the Raiders. I think the Raiders will win outright. I mentioned that yesterday, but Diz, I have a fantastic stat for you as to why I really love the Raiders. I'm ready for it. Since 2003, teams in the playoffs that have become smaller underdogs, like the Raiders, so going from plus six down to plus four and a half, have gone 75% ATS. That is 43, wow. 14, and 2 ATS. Wow. So, there you have it. Love that. My favorite over for this weekend is I'm going Cardinals-Rams over 49 and a half. Um, like I mentioned yesterday, I think the Cards end up winning this one. Um, but I think to do so, they're going to have to outshoot the Rams. I could even see a defensive slash special teams touchdown for the Cardinals, which leads me to my side sauce bet of the night, Cardinals D slash special teams anytime touchdown at plus 500 days. Wait, say that one again? Which one? Your plus sauce? 500? That's yeah. It. The side sauce bet of the night is the Cardinals defense slash special teams anytime touchdown at plus 500. Doesn't seem like good enough value, I'm going to say it. Is that because Matt Stafford throws a pick six every other game? Could be. He throws a lot of picks, that's for sure. Gotcha. What's your favorite over this weekend, Diz? I really – nothing's really screaming at me. Yeah, um, I, I, I noticed that too and ran into that too. I My only thing is Eagles-Bucks, and I just think the Bucks are going to run up the score. Um, I know you like the Eagles in this one, but I think the Bucks went ugly. And I think they may put up 35 plus on their own. So I'm that. I don't even know if I'm like it enough to take it, but it was my favorite just because I think the Bucks can move the ball in this Eagles defense. What do you mean by they could win ugly? Like win they could by win by a large margin. Points? Win by a large margin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I th- ugly was the wrong word. Okay. So then turn around. If you had to pick an under for this weekend, what would you choose? 
49ers Cowboys at 51 and simply once again because I think the 49ers win this game yeah and if the 49ers are to win this game they're going to need long possessions which they're known to do they got to run the hell out of the ball and they got to keep Dak Prescott and that high-powered offense off the field which I think they can do I think 51 is just a little steep uh I see like a here we go I see an ugly win for the 49ers <laughs> well that's perfect isn't we're we're definitely on the same kind of wavelength here. I went Buccaneers Eagles under forty five and a half. Now I don't disagree with your over. I could see it going over in that case, but I agree with you. I think if the Eagles were to win, which is what I have projected, they're gonna have to do it in an ugly fashion. They're gonna have to look to control the ball and the game. So a lot of running, high time of possession, keep Tom Brady off the field. And then I think the Eagles defense or even the Bucks defense may be the stars of this game. And so I'm thinking – and I'm, the weather has been rumored to be a factor. Could be, could not be. There's still moving pieces. Um, but um, I'm liking the under in that game. But that's mainly because if the Eagles are going to win, they're going to have to win it in an ugly fashion. Mm. So Good call. I think we're in kind of agreement on most of these. So it seems like most of our over-unders are based on who we think is going to win mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. That's how you have to do it in the in the playoffs, though, right? You have to visualize the game, the results, and if you're getting the results that you want, then it's going to have to be played a certain way. We are at this point in the season, we know the team's strengths and weaknesses, and we kind of know what a team needs to do to win a game against another team. Mm. So there you have it. We're not going to go and review the other games, Diz, but that's – is there anything you want to mention or touch on on football Friday before we uh, move on? I'm just juiced. A lot of underdogs. I love throwing a lot of teasers together, which you guys will hear in a few minutes. Um, do you, are you aware of the FanDuel same game parlay holiday? I saw it briefly, but I didn't look into it. So hand up. I don't like it. I've seen similar things on FanDuel before, but I'll tell you what it is, and then you can give me a uh, a verdict, if you will, okay? Okay. So it, it's, it's a tiered system. I'm not even sure what exactly the tiers are, but for wildcard, for Super Wildcard Weekend, let me see if it's on here somewhere. Um, no, I'm not seeing it on here. Um, but for Super Wild Card Weekend, um, basically, wait. well, the way we'll have to look into it. But the way Pat McAfee was talking about it was like basically, if you bet twenty dollars in same game parlays this weekend on Wild Card Weekend, then you get ten dollars back, no matter if it wins or loses. And then it's like tiered, so if you get like a hundred bucks in same game parlays then you get $50 back. But I'll tell you why I don't like that, because I don't trust my same game parlays enough to think if I hit one of them, you know, you're making money, like a lot of money, but I don't I don't trust myself to spend $20 on a same game parlay and actually hit it. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of tweaks me out. No, and they've done stuff like this before, but I'm, I'm a severe fan or component of the risk-free bet. Um, you know, I only bet $1 units. It's not a secret. Everyone knows I bet $1 units. And so the fact that I have to go up to 20 units to get half of that back, it's like I would never spend $20 on a same game parlay unless I'm getting my money back guaranteed. 
Mm, yeah, that's a good call. I, I think I'm with you. But does that mean I won't partake this weekend? Well, we'll see. I know you, Patty. I know you're going to partake in that. Stop playing. I mean, I don't know, man. Let's see. Place $20 in cumulative same-game parlay wagers on any NFL wildcard playoff games taking place and get a bonus in sight credit based on your total parlay wagers win or lose. So it says here, if you bet $20 to $49.99, you get $10 back. $50 to $99.99, you get $25 back. $100 to $199.99, you get $50 back. And then $200 or more, you get $100 back. So obviously those lower lower ends of that, of those scales or those spectrums is when you get half of your initial wager back. Once you go above that, then you're kind of you know losing more money at that point. So I don't know, man. If, if I have a good night tonight and I hit it big and I have some extra cash laying around, I might look at it. I know... Uh, the four different shows from Pat McAfee's crew, they're each going to have a same-game parlay for four of the different games this weekend. So if you're not sure if you like it or not, you can just go with theirs and you know put $5 on each, and then you get to that $20, and then you get you know $10 back. But I, fi- I felt like it was my duty as a sports gambler to share that with everyone and make sure they knew what was going on. Absolutely. I'm, I may do it too, but... I, I don't know. I need to really like a same game parlay I have. I'm not just going to do it because it's bonus. I know that's what we advise on uh, when we when we talk to new gamblers. But uh, yeah, I haven't hit a same game parlay in a long time, so I don't think yeah, me neither. I don't think I'm going to do it just because the promotion's there. Unless I really like a same game parlay. I was saying, I'm, to, I I might lab. get in the lab tomorrow night or to, uh, tomorrow morning, and if I get something hot and I want to send it out to the boys. We might look at something, but yeah, NFL too is just so much harder to predict than like any other sport. Yep, agreed. So, all right, Diz, let's review our dumbest dummy picks from yesterday. Your boy here went three and six. It seems like three is my lucky number to get right. Um, but uh, don't worry, I had a crap ton tonight that is more than three, so I'll probably lose more value tonight. But uh, how, did, <laughs> how did you do yesterday? I went 0-3. Uh, not great. Um, IU basketball, just upsetting. I mean, Mike Woodson's not in a suit. Like, I, I might as he well just should have... yesterday? Should have just cashed out. I, it just really just... It pisses me off. Bro, if, if, I... when we, we, we play Purdue at home next Thursday. If he's not in a suit, I'm not watching, and that's no cap. I tried to tell you that Iowa minus 5 was the bet. You if he If he had a suit on... I'd be plus 380 richer right now. That's all I have to say. So do you think the next time we play a bad team, like maybe, I don't know, say we play Rutgers like at Nebraska. home. Yeah, Nebraska at home. Do you think he puts on the jumpsuit to just get that win and get that narrative off his back? No, because if we lose to Nebraska, we miss the tournament. Yeah, well. If we lose to Nebraska at home, we are on the bubble unless we beat Purdue. Okay, we'll see. You wear that suit on loop. Take it to the dry cleaner. The man doesn't. It's it can't be comfortable coaching in a suit. I bet it's more comfortable than losing. Yeah, yeah, but if you can do both, if you can win and be in something comfortable, that's that seems to be the move. Wear like the like the um, pajama suit. Like get a silk suit that you're comfy in 
that we can just win in. That's all we need. Trying like a tuxedo t-shirt? No, that shit doesn't count. We'd probably get bodied <laughs> if Woodson had a fucking tuxedo t-shirt on. Oh, man, we have fun. But nonetheless, um, in the competition, Diz, I am down 2.25 units, and you are up 1.2 units. Hey, we're still floating above ground. Yep, yep. That'll probably change after this weekend, but hey, we're staying positive. So I have, um, I believe, 17 player props and a first basket Friday, Diz. Uh, would you like me to rattle those off, or would you like to uh, go first? I would love to go first. Um, <laughs> you got it. Just because uh, I may uh, lose my focus after your mm-hmm. 17 player props, Jesus. Yep, yep. I'm a volume shooter. Okay. So I have first basket Friday as well. And, and Patty kind of talked me into the Hornets magic game uh, simply because of the three point insurance. Now, if you don't know how first basket Friday works, basically you pick who you think is going to get the first basket. You place a $25 minimum bet, which is a lot. Make sure you opt in first. Make sure you opt in. But every three pointer that's made is a dollar. You get back in bonus funds. So every time I've done a first basket Friday, granted, I've only done it three times. The teams have combined for at least 25 three-pointers. So you make your money back, and if you do hit, you're up an insane amount of units. Um, So doing that again, so we're taking Magic Hornets simply for three-point purposes as an insurance, and I got LaMelo Ball as my first basket scorer. If it's the Hornets, me and Pat agreed it's LaMelo Ball. If it's the Magic, it's one of their big men, and I'm assuming that's who you have, Patty. Yeah, if you don't mind, I'll just go ahead and jump in since we're kind of both on the same page here and we're kind of piggybacking off each other here a little bit. Yeah, full send. So, yeah, I'm going either with my boy Mo Bamba or uh, Robin Lopez, whoever's starting at center for the Magic. So out of all the positions that the uh, Charlotte Hornets have given up first baskets to, the center position is by far the most given up. They've given up like 14 first baskets to centers, and the next closest is like nine. So it's not even really close. Pat, if you hit Mo Bamba first basket, oh, dude, can dude. you listen to Sheck Wes on loop until your wife threatens divorce? So basically here's what's going to happen. If Mo Bamba plays, which he's questionable right now, but I hope he plays. If he plays and he hits the first basket, I'm going to put out like a TikTok video or a YouTube video or something of me going nuts with Mo Bamba playing. Okay. Well, I wanted you to win, but now I don't now know. Now you don't. You, you got to be careful when you juice me up. You got to be careful because you never know what I'm coming at you with. The cringe fest. Oh, yes. Yes, that's, that's what I'm all about. I don't, I don't know if I'm about it, but hey, good luck to you. But you are, you are correct. If, if you are looking at the Hornets to score the first basket, LaMelo Ball is the play. The Magic give up most baskets to point guards. LaMelo takes quite a few first shots for the Hornets. LaMelo Ball is the play. Um, now, to comment on Diz's Magic versus Hornets, I do have some stats on those threes. Um, and this is why I told Diz to pick from that game as well. They combined average 26 threes between both of them on a regular game. So if this game is a normal game, they should hit the 25 threes. But the thing that I really like about it is they're both terrible at defending the three. Um, they rank 24th and 30th in three-pointers allowed per game. So 
I feel super confident that we should see that $25 back, even if it does not hit his. Love it. Absolutely love it. My next dumbest. Yep. My next dumbest dummy. I got a favorites home parlay um, in NHL. I got my. I got my Panthers tonight at home, minus 220. The Wild, minus 178 against the Ducks. And then the Avalanche at home against the Coyotes. If the Avalanche lose to the Coyotes, I'm probably just going to give up and you maybe took, maybe quit the show. You took the Avalanche at minus 650. Yes, because they boosted my parlay. It's, it's, an, it's automatic. It's automatic. I thought Hear my words. It. Read my lips. My lips like I'm George H.W. Bush. The Avalanche will not lose to the Coyotes, and if they do, I will take a brief absence from the pod. And Pat's probably going to veto that because he needs me on this <laughs> podcast now. Can Avalanche I? will win. I'm nervous about the Wild, and I'm nervous about the Panthers because they're my home team. I'm going to be watching this game. I need the Panthers to win this game, not just for my bank account, but for my heart. So that is the anti-emotional hedge. I may have boned myself there, yeah. but I'm feeling good because they're at home. Kodak Black's fucking in the suite. The Panthers are going to win. I got the Minnesota Wild. That one's more of a toss-up, but I like that they're at home. And then the Avalanche will not lose. $5, I believe the value, let me check real quick, plus 162. So I believe it was close to even money before I threw the Avalanche in there. So they boosted me up. I have a couple points about the Coyotes, if you don't mind. Don't do this. No, no, no. I, I I, I had this conversation with a coworker earlier. So I just want to bring these up because it was something I couldn't but I've never seen I don't think a uh NHL money line at minus 650 before. Now I had plenty of minus two and a halfs and I don't think it is out of the question for the Avalanche to win minus two and a half and that's at minus 110. So if you're really looking to take the Avalanche you should probably take minus two and a half or if you're like this take them in a parlay to get that value up there. But the reason that this terrifies me, Diz. What's that? The Coyotes beat the Toronto Maple Leafs last game. Do you think they just came out of nowhere, or did they get their fluke one out of the way and they're going to come back to reality tonight? Well, here's the thing. The, the goalkeeper for the Coyotes that game stood on his head. He, he had 45 saves in that game against the Maple Leafs. Jeez. I don't even think that goalie is playing tonight. So I think you should be okay, but maybe this is where the Coyotes turn it around and all of a sudden they're getting back to a decent hockey team. But I almost took the Coyotes' money line just on the value alone. No, don't do this. I didn't. I didn't. I said almost. I didn't do it. To bed together, win together. Yes. Come on. But what, what else you got, Diz? I got one more. It's my wild card weekend NFL underdog tease. You know I like to tease before I please. Mm-hmm. Loving underdogs this weekend. Loving them all. Don't have any money line in the dumbest dummy, but I may take them uh, outside of the dumbest dummy competition. I'm loving the Raiders to beat the Bengals. I'm loving the Patriots to beat the Bills, and I could see the Niners beating the Cowboys. However, I don't love those bets. What I love is the Raiders at plus 12.5, the Patriots at plus 11.5, and the Niners at plus 10. Feel confident about all those. Tease those up seven points to plus 120 value. So $10 uh, to win 12, total payout of 22. Feeling really good about those. 
Um, very confident in NFLTs. The Lamelo Ball first basket. I'm gonna lose my mind if that hits. And then my NHL favorites parlay. I'm confident, but I'm almost thinking like, what's gonna go wrong? So I'm gonna be following those tonight. Feeling good. What about you, Patty? It's time for Patty Player props. All seventeen of them that I have for you today. Uh, the first Jesus. one is. Let Jordan. me let me let me get tucked in for a nap real quick. First one is Joel Embiid over 29.5 points at minus 116 value. Now, Diz, this one is almost entirely narrative-driven, okay? Okay. So, I said almost. He has hit this in nine of his last ten games, okay? So, it's it's already a pretty good bet as it is. And he actually scored 41 points last time against the Celtics team. But this is where the narrative comes in and why I think it's a slam dunk. If he scores 30-plus points tonight, he breaks the franchise record of nine straight games with 30-plus points. So I believe he's going to be hungry for that. I believe the coaches are aware of it. The players are aware of it. They're going to feed him. He's going to try to get it. And then even if they're up big, they're going to want him to be in there to get that 30-plus points. Fair. This next one, I'm going Terry Rozier over three and a half three pointers made plus one ten. This is in our uh, our uh, first basket Friday game, Diz. So mm-hmm. you should be pulling for this one as well. But um, he has hit that in eight of his last ten games, and they are playing my favorite team to bet props against, which is the Orlando Magic. They rank twenty fourth in three pointers allowed and twenty seventh in three point percentage. And mm. plus value, that is insane. That is that that seems insane. Um, I'm going with the same player, different prop here. I'm going Terry Rozier over three and a half rebounds at minus one forty eight. Again, he has hit this in eight of his last ten. He is averaging four point six rebounds over his last five games, and the Magic ranked twenty third in rebounds allowed. Um, and then same game here, different team, but again, our three-pointer stats does. I'm going Gary Harris over one and a half three-pointers made at minus 172. Don't like laying that much value, but he has hit this in nine of his last ten. He is averaging 3.6 three-pointers made over his last five, and the Hornets rank 30th in three points allowed and 24th in three-point percentage. So the three should be flying in that game, Diz. Love it. Um, sticking in the same category fred van vliet over three and a half three pointers made at minus 162 he has hit this in nine straight games so not even nine of his last 10 he's hit this in nine straight games he is averaging 5.6 over his last five and the pistons rank 16th in three point allowed and 28th in three point percentage and as we come to the section of my player props where i am going to struggle with the names of the players Hey, just be confident, Patty. Hamadou Diallo. Over, That's how you fooled me. Over five and a half rebounds at minus 104. So you he fooled has, me? He has hit this in eight of his last ten. He is averaging 7.5 rebounds in his last ten games. And the Raptors rank 11th in rebounds allowed. So Hamadou, do it for me. Our boy Diz, Karis Levert. Over three and a half assists at minus 134. Um, he has hit this in nine of his last ten, and he's actually averaging 7.2 in his last five. But the only possible issue, and the reason that this is even, I think, the line is where it is, is the Suns rank fourth in assists allowed. 
but uh, I'm still rolling with it because I believe even that Brogdon will probably still be out, and so Levert will probably be facilitating more and be in more of the point guard role. Same game on the other team. I'm going Chris Paul over four and a half rebounds at plus 126. He has hit this in eight of his last ten. He is averaging 5.6 over his last five, but the only, the only negatives are the Pacers rank fourth in rebounds allowed, and he has missed this in two straight. But uh, if there's a good team for anybody to bounce back against, it's the Indiana Pacers. Am I right, Div? You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, Seth Curry over three and a half assists at minus one thirty-two. Uh, I'm not really sure why this line is where it is, but he has hit this in nine of his last ten, and he's averaging six point six assists in his last five, and he's averaging six point five uh, against the Celtics this season. So I'm not sure why that line is where it is, but that's a good one that I like. Uh, Robert Williams over eight and a half rebounds at minus one hundred two. So he has hit this in nine of his last ten. He is averaging 10.7 in his last 10, and the 76ers ranked 19th in rebounds allowed. We're almost there, Diz. We're almost... Eh, I lied. We're not almost there. Uh, <laughs> on Yika Okongwu, under 8.5 rebounds at minus 106. Mm. He has hit this in one of his eight games that he has played this season. He is averaging... Why is it so high? <laughs> Because he's starting, but he started in all those other games that he played in. Um, but he's averaging 6.3 rebounds this season, and the Heat ranked first in rebounds allowed. So uh, I really like that one. That's probably one of my favorites. Omer Yurt 7, over 11.5 rebounds at plus 100. Now, Diz, full disclosure. I accidentally put in $11 here on this bet instead of one. Oh, gee. Hit the one button one too many times, and I put 11 bucks on this. So I am sweating this one a bit more than the rest. But he has hit this in nine of his last ten. He's averaging 15 rebounds in his last five, and the Hawks ranked 10th in rebounds allowed. So I'm hoping, hoping Yurt7 can get, get it done for me. Uh, moving on, P.J. Tucker, over one-and-a-half three-pointers and at plus 124. He has hit this in nine of his last ten, and the Hawks ranked 23rd in three points allowed and 22nd in three-point percentage. Again, not sure why that one is at plus value, but I will take it. And then along that same line, I took P.J. Tucker over eight-and-a-half points, plus 106, another plus-value one. But if you do the math, if he hits over the one-and-a-half threes, that means he has at least six points from three-pointers, so that means he just needs three points away from three-pointers. Or he can just hit another three. So I think those are kind of correlated. Um, he has hit the points in eight of his last ten. He is averaging 12.5 points in his last ten, and the Hawks are 25th in points allowed. Kevon Looney, over five and a half points at minus 134. So, Diz, this is actually one that I played last night, and it actually hit last night but he has hit this in 10 straight games. This man's points total hasn't moved, and he has hit this in 10 straight games. Oh. And the Bulls rank 14th in points allowed. It's not even like he's facing like a top 10 defense, so I'm not really sure about that one, but that's probably my favorite player prop right now is the Kevon Looney over on points at 5.5, something to keep an eye on going forward. He's, a, he's the center for the Golden State Warriors, and I don't think... 
uh, a lot of people know that or pay attention to him. A lot of people like to pay attention to Steph Curry. A lot of people like to pay attention to Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. But Kevon Looney's been putting up points. Keldon Johnson under one and a half assists at minus 104. I don't like that it's so low, but he has only hit this line in two of his last 10, and they are facing a very good Cavs team that ranks eighth in assists allowed. And finally, Diz, my last one. You can wake up and pay attention now. Eric Gordon <laughs> over two and a half assists at minus 152. He has hit this in nine of his last 10. He is averaging 3.5 over his last 10. And the Kings ranked 20th in assists allowed. Now, Diz, a little side note for you. If you parlay all those props that I just went through at the value I got them, it is $1 to win $23,796.44. Jesus. And based off of my research, all of those ones that I went after have an 80% or higher chance over the – or it has hit 80% of the time over the last 10 games. So at that value, I don't see how you could not take that. Pretty juicy. Although, good luck listening through and listing all those and trying to recreate that. <laughs> yeah. All right, Diz. Group best bets. As a group, we are up .39 units. We went 2-1 and one last night. The Detroit Red Wings forgot they had a game last night, so they didn't win it, but uh, we hit the other two. So what are we thinking? Are we thinking uh, Raiders as a group best bet? Absolutely. We both agree on that one, right? Yeah. Let me see. It is uh, Raiders plus five and a half right now. Yep. Um, and then Niners plus three. Yeah. And then I have one for you, Diz. How do you feel about um, the Panther Stars over six and a half? Love it. They played last week, I think, or maybe earlier this week, and they scored 11. Yeah, and the Panthers just, yeah, 100%. Oh, damn. What? There's a Martingale opportunity, but I'm up to my $20 Martingale. I don't think I'm going to do it yet. Wow, Diz, you are you're 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 playing with fire. Shit, I'm going to do it. Add this to my dumbest dummy. Steph Curry, Zach Levine, and Demar Derozan to each score twenty plus points tonight. Went from minus one ten to plus one forty. I don't hate that. That's a pretty good bet. I might just take that in general. Oh, God. What? Fanduel balance is in a scary place because of the first basket Friday and the $20 Martingale. I haven't seen it this low in a long time. <laughs> that's hilarious. But that's the life you live sometimes, especially when you're responsible and you're taking out the money when you get above that limit. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, Diz. All right, Appreciate Diz. that support. Multi-sport Hail Mary parlay of the day. Uh, we have 12 legs today. Um, nine of them are in the NBA and their spreads. Three of them are in the NHL. Any guess on the value? 3,400. 
Nope, half that. $1 to win $1,837.20. I'm going to start in the NBA. We have Celtics, plus 3.5 versus the 76ers. Suns, minus 5.5 versus the Pacers. Raptors, minus 9.5 versus the Pistons. Hornets, minus 11 versus the Magic. Bulls, minus 3.5 versus the Warriors. Heat, minus 4 versus the Hawks. Cavs, minus 3.5 versus the Spurs. Grizzlies, minus 2.5 versus the Mavericks. And the Rockets, plus 5.5 versus the Kings. And then in the NHL, I actually disagreed with Diz on quite a bit of these. And so I went with totals. I went Stars, Panthers, over 6.5. I went Wild, Moneyline versus Ducks, Diz. So I agree with you there. And then I went Coyotes, Avalanche, over 6.5. My thought being, if the Avalanche are going to win by three goals, then that over should hit. I think the Avalanche might score uh, six on the Coyotes. I could see that. And if the, I just need the Coyotes to score one. Or let the Avalanche score all seven. I don't care. I, I Both teams are on over trends, believe it or not. Yep. So I, I decided to go with the over there instead of uh, picking a side in that one because that, that game scared me. Diz, do we want to talk about Djokovic? Did you see the latest update? I got an ESPN notification that he may get deported. Do you know any more than that? Yeah, he got his visa revoked again. Um, so like we said, the immigration minister jumped in, exercised whatever power that person had, and basically revoked his visa. So now he is in danger of getting deported again. I believe, is if I'm correct, the tournament starts Monday. So um, we, we may know by Monday if he's in or out, but uh, – we're hoping he's in because we definitely have a future on him to win the tournament. Absolutely. Well, hey, I honestly hope he doesn't play because it's void if he doesn't play. So yeah. as much as I hate him, I kind of don't want him to play. What a what a job title, though. How do we become the immigration minister? I wish it was minister of immigration. Well, I think if we were to have one in the U.S., I think we would make it that. We, if if Hogwarts had one, that's what it would be. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Oh, excuse me. Uh, anything else to, to get off your chest before we call today? Um, let's hope, but not hope that Mo Bamba is blaring from your speakers tonight, Pat. Absolutely, bro. Come on. But I would not be shocked if Lamelo Ball makes it. I'll give you that. He he was the second option for me. I, and the, the thing is that worries me is if Mo Bamba starts, he should win the tip. But if he doesn't start, they may not win the tip. And so you uh, might be in a better spot with LaMelo Ball. And it's actually, statistically speaking, even though Mo Bamba wins a majority of the tips, they usually turn the ball over or don't make their first shot. So the Charlotte Hornets actually have a better percentage at making the first basket than the uh, Magic do. Gotcha. So we'll see. But, yes, just be on the lookout for that Mo Bamba uh, video. It'll be electric. What I should do is find a way to have it on TV or something and watch it live and then live record it and then just have Mo Bamba set up on my speakers in my room and just get it ready to go and just go for it. But – I don't know if that'll See, be See, I don't think we can watch it. I'm literally looking right now. It's not on TV. I mean, not too many people would want to watch the Magic Hornets anyways. So That's tough, man. I kind of wanted to watch that. At least the first basket. I know. 
And it's so hard on ESPN2 to find it because you have to like go to the play-by-play and then you have to scroll down and look and see what's highlighted and see who actually scored the first basket. And while we're here, full disclosure, Diz, on FanDuel, it's not necessarily the first field goal made. It's whoever makes puts the ball in the hoop first. So if someone gets fouled and shoots free throws, that is still considered the first basket. Uh- so whatever pr- player puts the ball in the hoop the first time, that's who wins that bet. Gotcha. There's a lot of different uh, sites that do a lot of different versions. There's things like that. But for FanDuel, it's whoever puts the ball in the hoop first. Gotcha. All right. Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Hope you have a great super wildcard weekend. Uh, Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. And make sure you follow and subscribe on YouTube. Go to the YouTube search bar, type in Sports Betting by Dummies, filter by channel. We should be that first one up there. Look for the black and yellow logo. You cannot miss it. But thank you all for listening again. We hope you have a nice, long, profitable weekend, and we will see you all on Monday.